Hello everyone, welcome to this special episode of Rafi's Room. This is going to be the first segment of Rafi's Room called Rafi's Talks. And in this segment, I'm going to get really deep, really uncomfortable for some people. And we're just going to have a candid conversation about a topic that needs to be addressed that might make other people uncomfortable. This topic is racism. Specifically, the situation that happened with the Delaware State women's lacrosse team and the mass shooting at Buffalo, New York. And the reason why I bring these two situations to light and this segment is because it infuriates me and angers me that today in America in 2022 black people are still fighting for their life against people in power that are just racist or acting in their position with a racial bias. And it's just crazy to me that this happened to, that this racial situation happened to a women's lacrosse team that was coming from a game that they won. And the other was mass shooting where 11 black people were shot a supermarket the majority of them were seniors the thing is is you can't be not racist being not racist just means you're gonna not say racist things like the n-word or make racist jokes anymore like you no that's not enough you need to be actively not racist and that means bringing to light racial situations that happen, sharing your opinion on it, and sharing with your community as to why this is an issue and why it is wrong. And you need to bring forth issues that you care about that deal with the black community or people of color, minorities in general. You need to bring these issues to light and share your support for these people but not just by posting something on Instagram or tweeting something or whatever like you need to be checking up with your friends talking to your coach about how to foster a community of diversity and inclusion talking to your local of government officials about change that needs to happen within the community that deals with racism and people also need to be 
protesting in their own way. You don't have to publicly protest, but if you know you're participating in something, whether it be on social media or you're spending your money somewhere that you know is not contributing to the society in a positive way, then you need to make a change about that and realize that that's not helping the community. If you decide you spend your money or decide to participate in something that is hurtful to the community. Being anti-racist means you're not being complacent. You're voicing your opinion, but you're also trying to make an active change in your own ways. You don't have to voice your opinion if you're not someone that likes to talk, but if you see something, say something. And I think that's the issue is that a lot of people are seeing things happen in real time, but they're too afraid to say anything or they say something, but not to the right people. You can't just not be a racist person. You have to be anti-racist, totally against racism, where if you see it happen, it angers you and frustrates you but what I learned from being in college there's a lot of racist people my age and a lot of ignorant people and they're ignorant because they don't say anything they themselves might be racist because they don't say anything and I know that just from experience because if you don't say anything when you clearly see an injustice happen you're being complicit to racism which makes you racist you don't have to say anything racist or do anything racist but you're being complicit which is almost the same thing But this issue that happened, the Delaware State Women's Across Team, they were subject to a traffic violation. The Georgia State Sheriff stopped the bus driver and said, you committed a traffic violation. And then came on the bus and said that, actually, we're going to search your luggage to the women's lacrosse team. So how did a traffic violation turn into a search and seizure? And the cops said that they were looking for drugs. So why would the women's lacrosse team members have drugs in their luggage if they were literally playing a game? They were on a competition trip. They were on a athletically sponsored trip school athletic sponsored trip like pretty sure 
that most student athletes know not to be dumb and bring drugs in their luggages. So the cops were pretty dumb to think that they were going to have it, have anything in their luggage. And of course, they didn't find anything. They found nothing. They just let them go. So it was such a big waste of resources and time to have to call two other police officers and a drug sniffing dog just to find drugs and the thing is is the sheriff made it so clear if we find any paraphernalia or drugs or marijuana especially marijuana marijuana like he really just dropped marijuana so many times and that's just from reading articles and evidence from the women on the bus that testified and shared videos and testimonials about what happened to them But these women, they were scared, or they must have been scared or angered and frustrated. And, you know, they handled it very well. They were very patient and respectful. And they were very mature with the situation. And it sucks because they couldn't really do anything to defend themselves. Like, they just had to... I mean, they could have, but... The best way to deal with the situation was just to... Allow... The coach... And the bus driver to deal with the police. So these women just had to sit there and just... Hope to God it wouldn't escalate further than a search and seizure. And thankfully it didn't. And they were let off with nothing. But I'm also glad that Delaware State is seeking a civil, is a filing, filing a civil rights lawsuit because it's racial profiling. Most of these women on the bus were black. It's a historically black college. The bus driver was also black. And this was in Georgia which is notoriously racist. But even if it was in Georgia, it still doesn't make it okay. And I think that's the issue, is that some people see racism happen in real time, but they're, like, too afraid to say anything. Or they'll be like, it doesn't have to do with me, not my place to speak on it. But that's what needs to be changed. If you were an ally for the black community, if you're an ally for people of color, for minorities, then you would speak up against racism and be anti-racist by doing everything you can to vocalize your support and show your support for those that are marginalized and for those that deal with the most every day. And you would also actively try to do what you can to make the community around you a more diverse and inclusive community and a more empathetic and loving and caring community. If you're on a sports team, to 
best way to be anti-racist is to call out your teammates when they're being ignorant. Call out your friends when they're being dumb or saying something dumb. Don't just post on social media things that other people have written. Post something original about your opinion on topics that might make other people uncomfortable. But your intention is to make people comfortable. So you can change someone's perspective on an uncomfortable topic like racism. Or speak with your coach about how to diversify your team. Make it more inclusive and diverse. Make the school more inclusive and diverse. But really just the basic thing you could do is just live your life authentically and speak out when you see something like an injustice. Because the more people that speak out against racism, the more people wake up and see the issue. And the more people that come together to support one another, the higher the consciousness consciousness I don't know if I said that right but the higher people's minds go and just be more open like what I'm trying to say is the more the more people that come together the better the community will be because more people are sharing each other's experiences learning from each other gaining new perspectives and just being better people every day just by being around each other and I think that's the issue is that people are in their respective communities and they're with like-minded people but they might be with like-minded people that are not beneficial to their to to their mental or physical health meaning some people might be surrounded by others that are actively ignorant or racist but don't say anything because they're their friends it doesn't matter if it's your friend if your friend's being a racist call them out on it if you know someone is being a racist call them out on it like Racism is rampant in America. It happens every day. And we could actually put an end to it. But everyone needs to put in the work to be anti-racist. And that means that you can't be complacent when it comes to racism. If you see it happens, you have to speak out. You have to share your opinion on it talk to a person in power on your campus or in your community that can make a positive change and more importantly just check in on your friends of color and ask them how they feel about the situation and ask them what the best thing that they could do
and just if you're on a sports team and you see that your team is all white think about that think about the reason why the team's all white and think about how other people might feel being a minority on a majority team because a lot of sports teams have a majority and a minority but I want to know how many people actually thought about how their one minority teammate feels being on a majority team of all white people so I think more conversation needs to be had about how this racial incident affects America but also how racism is in every aspect of life whether it be lacrosse school society and I think more people need to realize that lacrosse has grown to be a fostering and nurturing and loving community with people that are empathetic and very supportive of all different types of people. But unfortunately, there is that community within the lacrosse community that only wants to see white people play lacrosse or white people only in America and that's fine they're entitled to their opinion but trying to change people's perspective on that opinion might change their opinion completely and realize the error in their mistake so conversations need to be had so that way more people can be open-minded instead of closed-minded and it sucks that we had to deal with a president for four years that was a racist and a bigot and a homophobe and all different horrible things and he 100% is the reason why more white people are being comfortable being racist so we need to go back to being a society where we are a community where we support each other in all facets of life but we also need to be the community that speaks out and actually wants to make a change rather than just make temporary changes when something bad happens the mass shooting at Buffalo was terrible horrible 13 people in total were shot 11 of them were black people an 18 year old boy decides to kill 11 black people 10 of them which were killed and three others were wounded 
in a predominantly black neighborhood in Buffalo. This 18-year-old boy wrote a manifesto about how much he hated black people or people that were not white, how he wanted an America that was all white. He even wrote the N-word on a gun. This man is the most evil type of person who has the most hateful bigotry thoughts inside of him and it's just so terrible to see another mass shooting happen but this time it be so racially motivated it's not even a question racism in America is killing people it's killing black people on the streets against cops and now it's causing mass shootings as mass shootings are not even a question of mental sanity it's literally based on what they believe what did the mass shooter believe in was he racist or was he did he have a mental illness those are the two big things but really at this point it's really about if it was racially motivated So it's just horrible to hear that 10 people were killed, 11 of them being black. And it's so sad to just hear that a lot of these people were black seniors just trying to go to a supermarket. I mean, all of these people deserve to live a wonderful, good life, but... The fact that all of these people were, most of these people were seniors, not all of them, most of these people were seniors, just also breaks my heart because some of these people have grandkids. One of them was a grandmother, a substitute teacher. Another was a police commissioner. I mean, a lot of these people were contrib- contributors to the community in a positive way and this white man drove 200 miles to predominantly black community and just created chaos and pain it's a hate crime it's a hate attack and This is another example of why America is crumbling every single day because of these terrible instances that happen and it's connected to race. And a lot of people will say, oh, prayers to the family oh, this is so sad, this is so tragic. But we're so destigmatized that also a lot of people will see this and be like, another day in America. What needs to be ha- be said is how horrible racism affects people 
how having a hateful mind and growing up in an environment surrounded by hateful people is really detrimental to your mental health. And why having political officials in power that are racist is so terrible and horrible to society because they themselves are contributors to these mass shootings that happen because they're vocalizing their racist opinions as a government official and there are a lot of these currently in power in the republican side that are racist and they just love to vocalize their racist opinions on the daily so it's just a terrible terrible incident that happened and i'm glad that something will be done real quick with this man i mean he's gonna be charged for murder that's for sure but the fact that he also was able to buy an ar-15 that was legally purchased in a gun store but had a modified high capacity magazine which is not legal in the state like what were the hoops that he have to go through like regulation of guns is so necessary but that's a conversation for a whole nother day and a conversation that keeps being repeated every single time we see another mass shooting happen so with the Delaware State Women's Lacrosse team and this horrible hate crime attack they're both connected to racism they're both connected to people with racial biases and it just shows how America has a horrible issue with dealing with racism and there's people that are anti-racist there are people that are racist and vocal about it and there's people in the mix that they're on both sides and they also just don't know what to do I just hope more and more people talk about these stories and they make people uncomfortable for a good reason so that way people can get really deep about why this affects America and try to figure out how to be better people every day and try to change other people's minds and inspire others to be a better version of themselves and to also just call people out when they're being ignorant or saying something dumb because to be honest like it's a scary world out there because you don't know who is racist and you don't know who is racist and a psychopath and a murderer there's a lot of those so racism has taken a toll on a lot of people where some people are getting hurt and some people are causing the hurt and I just hope that President Biden well actually no I just hope that Americans just wake up 
and just stop hating like why can't Americans just wake up and just realize that America is the land of the free but it's not the land of the free for only white people America is founded on immigrants and it's founded on people that are not white it's just founded on culture and differentness because this man wrote a 100 page manifesto and described himself as a fascist a white supremacist and an anti-semite while being in college I literally saw stickers that were posted up all around campus that were a part of an, a white supremacist organization and then in Philly one I think it was oh yeah Philly last year 4th of July I got to see a white supremacist group marching down the street in Philly I mean it's just literally insane to me that these organizations just still exist where they just post hateful hateful things and they express their their hatefulness to others and I will say Donald Trump didn't do a good job of making the KKK be placed on the list of terrorized organizations, but doesn't make up for the fact that he said a lot of racist shit that only inspired more people to be racist and terrible people. So racism, we all know is terrible. Her- we all know is horrible and terrible, but we as humans need to be actively anti-racist, and that is by having conversations with people that think differently than us and ask them why they think that way and what makes them feel that way. As athletes, we need to have conversations with our coaches about how to make our community more diverse and inclusive and how we can have more people of color in positions of power as like coaches, as administrators, as our teammates. We also need to be, as humans, be actively sharing our opinion on public forums, whether that be social media, Facebook, whatever, public forums, just sharing our opinion in public forum, like in the classroom, about how we feel on certain topics related to racism and why it affects America and why we as humans need to be more empathetic and understanding of others. And to be the best ally is to not be complacent, to speak out against racism when you see it happen and talk to those that are in power politically, academically, athletically, on what they can do to help fight against racism in athletics, in academics, in politics, in every aspect of life. Just sharing your opinion is what will help more people stand up and share their opinion, share their experience, and eventually make positive changes. But I hope more and more people have conversations whether it be on podcasts, on radio stations, 
with their friends about how racism is awful how we need to be anti-racist and I am going to continue educating myself on variety of topics relating to just humans and human thinking and empathy and just topics that I know will make me a better human and better allow me to think more openly instead of closed-minded and I think that's what people need they just need to allow themselves to think on a greater scale instead of allowing themselves to be stuck in a box or stop being around people that think differently than you in a negative way surround yourself with like-minded individuals that benefit you not individuals that you know you shouldn't be around but you still hang around with hang around with them because they might have some qualities that you like the only way for racism to really end is for everyone in america to unite and be a strong collective and right now we're divided so i hope in the next few years we can all just come together realize that this is a serious scary thing we're dealing with right now which is hateful terrorists that are just terrorizing black people on a daily basis and i just think a lot of people of color a lot of black people are just living in fear because of the situation that they're in because of the people in power that put them in that position and i just hope that they can that to those that are in difficult situations that constantly have to live with racism racial profiling discrimination that they get the support they need and that they get the love and empathy and sympathy sympathy that they need because it sucks having to see people deal with this and it also sucks that sometimes i just feel helpless and i feel like i can't do anything to help so i just hope we can see a positive change and i just hope we don't see another nasty massacre like this happen again on that note be who you are be that well be a loving kind empathetic person and spread peace, not hate.